Welcome everybody to another episode of Am I Tripping? I'm going to talk about the NBA All-Star Game. Also talk about this XFL football. And then, you know, ended up with maybe some just some general thoughts. Uh, All-Star Weekend was pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, uh celebrity game for anybody to get into that old bullshit. It was good to see a lot of famous people from the Chicago area get represented and come out. Uh, So that's always a plus to see, you know, people represent the area. And that's saying a lot because they say a lot of black people moving out of Chicago because it's too high, too expensive, but that's neither here or there. But uh, the skills game, uh, slam dunk contest. Well, the slam dunk contest was, you know, like, I don't know how y'all feel, but somewhere down the line, we got to learn, we got to get back to keeping it real with, uh, as far as our judging and shit, man. The judging and shit was shitty. When it came down to cheating them boy, that boy Aaron Gordon for that last dunk, I don't think they should have had shared it. I just think that dude as a whole was just better at doing what he was doing. Now, they all, they both of them pretty much did the same shit, <clears throat> jumping over a motherfucker or going in between your legs. They switched it up one time when they went uh, off the uh, side of the backboard. That looked a pretty gangster, you know, but just in general and shit, you know, it was just, it just seemed like uh, motherfuckers really just ain't, you know, into it like they should, you know, for anybody, you know, that really, like I say, get into that type of shit, you know, because that's not really, you know, the, the, the main course. The main course is the game itself. So some people might be like, fuck all that other old bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's get to the game. Uh, but I will say this. I think the uh, white boy Pat Connaughton, he had two nasty-ass dunks. The one where he jumped over dude, hit it off the backboard, and then smashed it. That was nasty. And then he went old Woody Harrelson on their ass out of the white man can't jump. And went over a motherfucker and smashed it. Dude, dude, nice. And I didn't see that coming out of him coming out of uh, uh, Notre Dame. You know, at Notre Dame, he looked like he was just one of the old classic, you know, old blue-collar Notre Dame ball players. You know, I really ain't got nothing, no knock against him or whatever, but, you know, nothing special. But shit, uh, you know, the dunk contest as a whole, it wasn't bad. You know, you can see that they still, it's still good to see that they still have, it brings that type of buzz and uh, that type of interest still uh, in, in, uh, in the game and shit, you know. So, like I said, you know, it, 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 it's good. You know, 
uh, now, when I when I was looking at this three point contest, I came in just immediately thinking that Trey Young was gonna bust their ass at this little shit. Shit, that nigga got put out in the first round. They they dismissed his ass quickly. You know he got he got eliminated in the first round. Buddy Hill end up winning it, and uh, shit, dude, dude was you know Buddy was you know he was consistent, and Buddy Hill. I mean, if you watched him at Oklahoma, you know, you can see that the kid can shoot. You just didn't know how far everything else that come with playing in the NBA would transcend in this game, and it still hasn't really took off. You know. He really ain't a solid ball handler where he can, you know, really create his own uh, shots as far as getting to the rim at will. Uh, his defense still kind of borderline shitty. You know, uh, he not really, for the for the size that he got, he really not a great rebounder, uh, you know, guard. So, there's a lot of things that Buddy still can add to his game to make him a better play, a ball player. Hopefully, he realized that soon. But uh, yeah, buddy, end up my buddy end up taking uh, taking that little shit there, and uh, you know, like I said, it was good to see. You know, all the guys get out there. I I thought Duncan Robinson had a chance to do something too, but that really didn't take off for him either. You know, but I like Duncan. I like Duncan a lot, and I think, you know, uh, Duncan got a chance to be special in the league, man, because you really don't have a lot of guys that can really shoot the ball, you know, from distance consistently the way dude do, you know. Uh I don't know, man. It, uh, I, I, I just like what I see in him. I like what I see in him. And I think, you know, between him, young Tyler Hero, and, and Bam Alibayo, and uh, and the boy Nunn, you know, he got something special cooking over there, man. And they got the right type of leader-type leader vets, man. I'm telling you guys, don't be surprised that he take off in this East, man. I know they in the number four spot, you know, but they've been as close as the number two. This team ain't bad. And Jimmy Butler and Andre Iguodala, if they can get the right type of help, they got the right type of defensive mindset that, to set uh, an average team, even though they hyped by, you know, big-time players. They can set an average team down by putting by the ball being in the wrong guy's hand at the wrong time. That's what I believe in in that Miami team. Uh, but Bam ended up winning the skills contest, and uh, Bam was skilled. Bam skilled in a motherfucker, man. I, I hated that my Knicks didn't you know find a way to grab Bam when he was coming out. I mean, you seen it in, in Kentucky. You didn't see really the ball handling as crisp as it's been so far in the NBA. I believe he actually worked on that and got a lot better. But, man, Bam, you know, got all the tools, man. You know, he he defending the rim. You know, he, he switching. 
So he busted his ass on the defensive end. He rebounded. He finishing. He, uh, you know, he's smashing on anybody that, you know, get caught slipping. Bam smashing. And uh, Bam also knocking down the jump shot when, when, when it's there without forcing it. I love what I'm looking at. I'm loving what I'm seeing in Bam. Bam going to be special. Bam going to be special. He he the right suited guy for this new type of league, man. Miami don't have – uh, Houston can go small as they want against Miami. Uh, Miami don't have to switch. Miami can – won't even have to even really make an adjustment off of that, really. You know, so I, I, I'm, I'm really – Feeling Bam, Bam balling, and uh, all all props to all the hard work Bam put in in the off season. You can definitely see that it's definitely paying off. You know, and uh, I think I think it's gonna be some big things for Bam coming up here. Uh, next I wanted to kind of like get into uh this XFL football shit, man. Nah, nah, hold on, I'm tripping. Name of the podcast, am I tripping? I'm tripping. I ain't even talked about the game yet. The game was gangster. The game was gangster, man. You know, I know some of, some people really, you know, old school with the tradition. Me too. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm really okay with the game being the way that it has been. Because that's the, always the way I've always watched it. So, you know, uh uh, playing to the the team that has the most points per quarter, that did bring a little bit more competition into it. But I just, I mean, I don't think that we needed to put charities on the line for you guys to go out there and actually play a, a, a real ultra game, everybody playing it, you know, with pride. Now, don't get me wrong, it still was a clown fest. I think Giannis had about down near 10 dunks in the first motherfucking two quarters. So it still was the clown fest, you know what I'm saying? You know, a whole bunch of clowning around and shit. But towards the end, you can see a little bit more seriousness and everything. And uh, going into that fourth quarter, and now I don't know about adding 24 extra points and all that. And, you know, I that's kind of strong. But I guess when you say we got a target number, game over at this targeted number, that's kind of big three like. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, so I know Cube, some motherfuckers were like, yeah, I see you motherfuckers been watching the big three. Because that's kind of big three-like. But uh, them motherfuckers was getting at it. Get at it. And everybody pretty much played to their strengths at that point. I mean, you seen Cal Lowry out there, goddamn it, flopping. You know, they, oh, you taking motherfucking charge. Man, that nigga out there flopping. But that's what he do. That's his strength. You know what I'm saying? One of the reasons why he considered one of the better defenders in the league. He'll go out there and take a dive. You know, and uh, he, he was putting it down. Shit, Giannis fucked around and pent LeBron shit up against the glass. I mean, I think it was a gold tender, but it was so motherfucking close in this type of game. I'm glad they didn't call it. Fuck it. Let's play. You know what I'm saying? And LeBron, my dude, I like the fact that, you know what I'm saying, he came back and he sat in the chair, you know, at 35 and, and, and challenged the young boy. Come on with that shit. You know, even James Harden tried to get in there a little bit, you know what I'm saying? 
and Giannis real foul towards James Harden, man. Let me, I got to add this in. Giannis, Giannis clowned James Harden all fucking goddamn all-star, this whole all-star process, man. From the fact that he said that he didn't even want to fuck with James Harden because the nigga don't pass the ball, which is true. So he came, you know, James got to live with that to the fact, you know what I'm saying, that when it came down to it in the fourth quarter, this man said out loud. Now, I mean, a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying, you know, you can, you're supposed to keep in-house, you know what I'm saying, and for the motherfuckers, you know, the real rough, rugged, and raw motherfuckers, I know they real cool with what he said, you know, but the political motherfuckers, you know, the PC crew, I know they pretty much like, damn, why he go out of the, why he come out of his mouth with this? But dude literally said, everybody in our team that came in was looking to hunt James Harden down, and whoever he was on is who he was goddamn trying to get the ball to. I, I mean, if that ain't an indictment on the fact that then you we are it's ten stars out here, and we all can do one thing, but you so weak at one thing that all. Five of us gonna goddamn try to figure out or find a way to goddamn to get right at your ass because we know you ain't gonna play no goddamn defense. And to Harden's motherfucking credit, he flipped it on their ass. He he got at their ass. He he, he deed up and knocked down a couple threes uh, in that fourth quarter. You know, so James Harden accepted the motherfucking challenge to a certain degree, but Giannis was trying to goddamn it clown suit him all fucking this whole all-star process. And I believe the next time those two that those two teams play, I believe James Harden gonna try to put a 80 on motherfucking goddamn it Milwaukee. James Harden gonna go so motherfucking hard. So motherfucking hard at the Milwaukee Bucks. If they play them again this year, I have to look it up and see if they play again this year, man. But, boy, I tell you what. Boy, he get, he clown suited dude all this fucking weekend. I mean, this whole, not just, just this weekend, but the whole process, man. He, he just clown dude the whole process, man. And I just think, like, damn, Giannis, you know, you ain't even holding back on dude. You just, like... Like, literally giving it to him and shit. Like, damn, dog, that's how you feel, though? So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to turn out, man. But anyway, the game turned out, you know, uh, once again with LeBron, you know, making a smart basketball play for anybody that's got, you know, issues with the basketball play he made. I mean, that. what else did you expect the man to do? It's a it's a basketball game. It's a winning play. He see AD got small ass Cal Lowry down there pinned down, and he went to the motherfucking mismatch. What else was he supposed to do? You know, I just was hearing some people. You know, what I'm saying making some little lame ass comments like, "Oh yeah, the 25th, the 25th, <laughs> Houston <laughs> go to Milwaukee and play." Boy, I tell you what, that's going to be a motherfucker there, boy. March the 25th, look for James Harden to try to go for 100. March 25th, he going to try to go for 100, man. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just, th- I mean, as the season's starting to shape up, man, I mean, you're seeing so many different, so many different, you know, avenues 
and so many things starting to transpire, man. And if you listen to a couple of the other pods I don't put in, you you see, man, that I I think this shit gonna be this shit gonna be a battle, man. And I think positioning right now in the regular season gonna mean a lot for anybody that that thinks that it's not. I think they might be tripping. I mean, there's a it's one thing to value a Kawhi Leonard, and I believe he does need to be valued. It's another thing to overvalue him and forget that he did have to win a game seven in Philly on a motherfucking goddamn shot that is probably one of the colder shots that you're going to see in playoff history over a seven-foot-one motherfucking Joel Embiid that was trying to go out his motherfucking way. I, I, he tried to give everything he had. He stretched with every inch of body he had to try to pin that motherfucker, I mean, to block that shot. And dude knocked it down. It was so cold with it. And then he did catch the Warriors when they was all broke up. Now, some people are going to feel like that didn't make no difference. I'm a motherfucker that don't watch enough basketball to know that that, shit, that type of shit do make a difference. You know? So, I mean, and he was down to old that motherfucker Milwaukee in the next series. So, I mean, I, I understand the value of Kawhi, but I just be saying, I just be thinking to myself, man, I don't know if you want to overvalue. That motherfucking Raptors team, man, was a good rebounding team. There was a good motherfucking goddamn uh, uh, paint defensive team, as well as played play well on the outs, you know, on the perimeter. You know, so all of that shit got to come into play for motherfucking Clippers. And I don't know if that's going to be the same. I definitely look at that team that he played with last year in Toronto as being more ruggeder and better, goddamn it, suited for a half-court, you know what I'm saying, basketball than the motherfuckers that they're going to be going in the board with this year. You know, no knock against Montrez, you know, or Zubik, or I see they um, uh, got Jeff Green and, and uh, uh, motherfucking goddamn it, Damari Carroll and all that man ain't none of those cats gonna make no significant goddamn it difference in this in the grand scheme of this shit because none of those guys are really rebounders. Now, can they help out collectively? Yes, but I just believe if you really want to beat the Clippers, you got to find a way to keep a guy like Jeff Green, Damari Carroll. Even Montrez here, you got to find a way to keep them guys from dominating you off the glass if you want to win. And I believe that there's some teams out there that can, as a collective group, find a way to be able to keep those teams from dominating them on the glass. A la Utah and Big Rudy Gobert and them, everybody on their front line, 6'7", I mean 6'8", to 6'9", and... They pretty they do a pretty good job of rebounding as a group. And that's not counting Donovan Mitchell, you know what I'm saying, or uh uh Mike Conley. So I you know, just I think the NBA season start uh, starting to heat up is gonna be a good thing and I think we're gonna have some good shit to, you know, enjoy ourselves going into finishing up the, the spring and going into the summer. I think the league gonna uh give us what we're looking for this year. Now I wanted to talk about this XFL. Man, I'm almost out on this shit. Already, man. And I hate to say it, because Vince, my dude, 
I love me some Vince McMahon, man. I believe if y'all if if y'all was gonna let any reality star be president, we had a way better chance of Vince McMahon being a better president than Donald Trump. Way better. Cause Vince McMahon understands how to create shit. He's a creator. You know what I'm saying? And he knows how to goddamn it, you know, bring shit in, bring shit out, you know what I'm saying? Believe it or not. Dude running that business from his daddy and seeing how his daddy was running it and then took it to a, a, a thousand times better than it ever was. You know, I mean, hit that wrestling shit was already goddamn taken out by his daddy. His daddy had goddamn had motherfucking regions locked down. This wrestling shit go all the way back to the 30s and 40s, man. I'm talking about real, real big time type wrestling and shit. And it was like super big in the 60s and 70s. So, yeah, man, you know, Vince McMahon. And, you know, I hate to say it, man, but it looks like Vince on fucked around and get, uh, uh, um, wasted some more money, man, with this XFL shit, man. I hate to say it, man, this shit is trash, though. This shit trash in a motherfucker, though. You know, I I mean, hopefully they can get through the rest of this year and make a, a steamroll on all these young college ball players, you know what I'm saying, that want to come out because they're not going to be holding on to the same rules where they can't bring in college kids. They need some college kids, man. They need some stars, man. They need something fast. I mean... Uh, P.J. Williams and Cardell Jones can't be your best motherfucking quarterbacks in your league, man. Nah. Nah. Hell nah. Hell nah. And then y'all sticking them off on cameras in motherfuckers' face as soon as they come off the field. And, man, the one motherfucker from New York, uh, the old Penn State quarterback, man, he 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 was trash, uh, uh, goblin, a golden, goal, what's this motherfucking dude's trash can name? Regardless, New York's quarterback, man, he didn't look like shit in the first week. He didn't look like shit. I mean, he, I mean, I forced myself to watch that goddamn game, those first two, those first four games. And I watched two of them this week. Dude, I can't guarantee I'm going to watch one next week, man. This shit's sad, man. This shit ain't going to get it. This shit ain't going to get it at all, man. This ain't this ain't it. This ain't it, man. This shit is weak. It's weak as fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, the New York quarterback, he been so trash the last goddamn two weeks. He got them know that the motherfucking division on him right now, you know what I'm saying, and how bad he been playing. He came out the field and just flipped it and said it was the coach. We need to change the goddamn game plan. I bet you they do, my nigga. They got to get sit you down. I mean, boy, you starting to stank up the stadium, man. That's how bad you playing. You trash. You know, uh... I'm seeing the, the Dallas team with Coach Stoops, trash, trash. I think they sitting in there with Landry Jones. Man, come on, man, stop. 
Stop. Stop. Uh, Winston Moss team. God damn. Oh, my Lord. They, oh, shit. Winston Moss team don't look like shit. And then the Seattle team is shitty. Oh, man, that, the Tampa Bay team. Oh, man, them teams, man. I mean, even the teams that don't won, they, man, if they really, that's just some bullshit. Damn, Vince, they don't treat you again, dog. They don't treat you again, man. This shit ain't going to get it, Vince, man. I don't think this shit going to, this shit got, Vince motherfucking, uh, the little bullshit wrestling that he be doing, uh, the NXT shit, man. He gonna make more money fucking with that than he gonna fuck make fucking with this football shit, man. These ain't nothing but losses, man. And then you see the motherfuckers in the stands, man. You know, it just... I don't know, man. Shit look bad. And I like some of the concepts. I do like the going for the one, the two, and the, uh, the three-point play. Man, I like all of that shit. Like the you know the fact that the kickoff thing I like I think the kickoff thing could be a little bit better. They made them ten yards off. The five yard shit just ain't working. My fuckers ain't hitting it, hitting a good stride just good enough yet. You know I give them ten yards. You know what I'm saying, and then let a motherfucker get to it. You know something. You know because even what I expected to be like one of the better things, the kickoff, it ain't really. It's been. You don't see some motherfuckers, you know, be decent with it or whatever, but no, man, this shit ain't working, man. This shit ain't working. This shit ain't working at all, man. And I hate to say it. Damn, I hate to say it because Vince is my dog. Vince is definitely my dog. But damn, Vince, this is going to be a loss, my brother. This XFL shit, man. I don't see no 10 weeks in this shit after two weeks. Don't see it. Don't see it at all. And, man, could y'all please stop sticking motherfucking microphones in everybody's goddamn face. Y'all all in the lock. Y'all all in the locker room. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just like y'all got like more. It's like it's a reality show type shit, man. I fuck all of that, man. You know, I'm cool with, you know, with the coaches behind the door making their little game plans and shit and not got in the motherfucking cameras not in there seeing that shit. I want, you know, especially if your team looking like Winston Moss's team. <laughs> Look at that New York team shit. I'm surprised them motherfucking coaches ain't in there cussing up a goddamn storm. I mean, this this bad, man. This shit really looked this goddamn bad, man. So I'm just... I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I like Vince, man. I like Vince McMahon way too much to give up on one of his products this quick, man. But Vince, man... You don't make you gonna make more money selling them young niggas booty old cereal and <laughs> shit. That old bullshit. You made for the new day, the, the bootios, the cereal. That shit gonna make more money than this XFL, Vince. You might as well go ahead and put this on the goddamn uh, on the lost and found, dog. This ain't this ain't shit, man. This ain't shit, man. This is this a this a loss. This a loss, man.
this loss and uh, ABC and Fox and ESPN. This loss, man. Y'all gonna have to. We gonna have to find a way to invest more money into the G League so them G League games can be a better watch or. You know, uh, find a way to, goddamn it, you know, invest uh, or incentive, incentivize, incentivize uh, college uh, basketball to be, you know, to get, you know, to those kids getting, you know, the college game, you know, woke up again because the college game is a little bit dead right now because it really ain't, you know, the multiple stars and shit because y'all ain't looking out for them young motherfuckers and they going overseas and. Now they about to get a chance to walk straight into the league. And those who don't walk straight into the league still can, goddamn you know, go straight to the G League. It's, it's just too many ways to bypass y'all and that bullshit now. And, but college basketball is too big. It's, it's, it's fan base, man, as a whole. It's just too outreaching, man, for, for you know, them to give up on that concept, man. They got to get them young motherfuckers some basketball, uh, that, that money. And then them young motherfuckers who been playing on AAU teams or whatever, a motherfucker's going to have to go and recruit the whole team. The whole team, a team of motherfuckers, you know, that people been on heard of and people already know is the shit. You know, bring them in and try to get, a, you know, a Michigan off on their ass and hope that the, the young ball players that's already committed to the colleges or whatever they start to develop their fan base because they've stayed in school long enough for, you know what I'm saying, to become better ball players and have become household names around that area. Those are some of the things I think they're going to have to do to bring that shit back because if not, that shit ain't coming back. It, it, it's all bad right now. It's all bad. Now I want to talk about this, uh, the baseball shit, man. And anybody don't listen to a couple of the other pods, they know I, I fucks with baseball tough. Baseball was the first sport I ever played. <laughs> you know, when growing up in the in the seventies uh, and eighties, collecting baseball cards was a big thing. So I had a lot. I had a lot of fucking baseball cards. You know what I'm saying? My grandfather had got me some more baseball cards because he seen that I was interested into. I mean, interested in it. So. You know, uh, baseball cards and me and just the, the old history of baseball in general, I'm about that. I love some baseball, man. And I do not know how these motherfuckers in Houston on took something that's always been a part of baseball. Still in science, always been a part of baseball. Always. From... Dude, I remember playing, growing up playing goddamn Little League Baseball where goddamn our coaches, Coach Shep, on third base and shit, my head coach, Joe Henderson. Man, these cats, man, they had their own signals and they was hoping that Mr. Foster and Mr. Jackson and them weren't stealing their signals. These cats was already rubbing their stomachs, elbows, rubbing the caps, all that old shit. So... All this shit has been part of baseball for forever and a fucking day, all the way down to the fucking bad news bears style of baseball, man. How did you fuck this up? How did the Houston fucking Astros fuck this up? 
is beyond me for life. Beyond me for life. How do you take something that's always been accepted <laughs> to the point where motherfuckers is literally looking at you like, man, y'all cheated. <laughs> Doing that, though. Still insane. The motherfuckers literally looking at you like, man, y'all cheated. And it's so real, though. It is so real. You got motherfuckers like Mike Trout. Uh... Uh, everybody on the Dodgers, man. Everybody on the Yankees, man. I mean, it ain't no sister just naming one individual. I said Mike Trout because he's been one of the prominent motherfuckers who don't really uh, stood up and had something to say, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, the Angels as a whole. I ain't really heard nobody else for the uh, California Angels really made no statements or whatever. But damn it, nigga, I mean, you take your pick as far as the Yankees, that's man, the motherfucker. Well, I think Big CC, if he see him up from, from the Astros from that 2017 game, I mean, serious, I think he'd be ready to get up in their ass right back about now. So you got all the Yankees, all the Dodgers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, literally just mad in the mother. Then you got a lot of scattered other motherfuckers who mad. And now, what's going to fuck them up? Because the shit is so ugly right now that your boy Manfred, Ain't even did what he know he gonna eventually have to do. He about to have to tell everybody that the Boston Red Sox did the exact same goddamn thing to win the, the championship in 18. Watch. He gonna have to. There's no way Alex Cora went to Boston and they won the fucking championship and he didn't do the same thing. Ain't no goddamn way. Stop it. Stop it. Ain't no goddamn way he did that. Ain't no. And my thing is, how is motherfuckers like Brian McCann? You know, I mean, Brian, if anybody hip to Brian McCann, he the old catcher for the uh, Atlanta uh, Braves, man. And he's just like Mr. Motherfucking Law Book for the uh, for the game. man. I remember Brian McCann was getting in fight with motherfuckers who was goddamn doing too much on, on home run laps. I mean, he was greeting their ass when they get around the motherfucker play. Was like you, 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 you know you don't fucked up. You know you don't being disrespectful with that motherfucker home run try. So I mean, he on been the rule keeper of the game for forever and a day. How was he on that goddamn team, the catcher? So you know he know exactly what the fuck going on. How he didn't goddamn stop or to say something about it. Your boy Verlander and all these motherfuckers, man, dude, did. Not only is goddamn it, Houston not only the motherfucking team, but they on, uh, 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 actually on did that shit. You, I bet you forever and a dollar that motherfucking the Boston Red Sox did the same goddamn thing. And I'd be damned if motherfucking Houston didn't have a chance, goddamn it, to do it again. This year. So you know the Nationals over there laughing like, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, y'all tried to fuck us, but we found the way to fuck y'all. But it ain't no way that they had the same plans to doing it to the Nationals again this year. And, dude, I even heard a fucking report where a motherfucker went on a cat that used to pitch for the motherfucking White Sox said... Man, this shit go all the way back. That shit y'all doing right there, still inside from a distance? Said, man, motherfucking Tony LaRusso was doing that shit way back in the days. 
So he took it all the way back to LaRusso. And anybody, goddammit, know anything about Tony LaRusso, it do seem like his teams in the motherfucker uh, with the Cardinals and shit, it did seem like they just always, goddammit, just end up lucking up on some shit. It, not to say that he was caught, you know, did any cheating or nothing. I'm just saying, though, it did look kind of suspect in the motherfucker. And some of them other teams he played, he coached with as well. You know, even that old A's team and shit. You know, it did seem like Mark McGuire and your boy got them a Conseco knew something. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But God damn, man, now that these Astros, man... I mean, it's a storm, too. Motherfuckers is getting they getting ready to start throwing at them. They got my OG out there, Dusty Baker. They don't pay Dusty Baker to come out and save them. Dusty damn near 80 years old, man. They don't pull OG Dusty Baker out there because he got to clean his face in the room. Dusty Baker can show up and and settle all your motherfucking front office issues and shit like that because... Unless you get on, on totally geeked out and let the motherfucker computers run your line up and run all that, you can't get a better baseball man that's around right now than Dusty Baker. No, no, no disrespect to Coach McKinney. You know what I'm saying, or or Coach Madden. No disrespect, but I, Dusty Baker on the scene. Dusty Baker the best, you know, at the X and O thing. And, and the feel for the game. Dude, I grew up watching Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker played for one of the best teams I've ever seen assembled with that motherfucking uh, Los Angeles uh, uh, Dodgers team. With Fernando pitching, Ron Say and shit, Steve Sachs, Martinez. Man, please, man. Dusty Baker, candy, a, a baby Candy Mondonado. Dude, I don't seen like three or four of his sons coming to the league since then. You know, I mean, so bringing in Dusty to put out the fire and casting him out top dollar, I mean, I can't be mad at that. You know what I'm saying? But Dusty only going to be able to do so much, man. Because these motherfuckers, your boy Manfred on already said, man, don't start throwing at these boys, man. If y'all mad, be mad at me. So motherfuckers said, no problem. We going to throw the ball. We still going to throw at these motherfuckers. And we still going to be mad at you. We're going to be so mad at you that we're going to try to find a way to set the fire up underneath your seat, man. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to burn dude out. Especially after he has to, after we get round two of this shit. Because he ain't told you the official ruling on the Boston Red Sox shit yet. Dude, do you know how Boston is going to try to cape up for these goddamn Red Sox. Do you know how many motherfuckers hate the motherfucking the Red Sox? It's many motherfuckers hate the Red Sox as they hate the goddamn Yankees. Man, do you know one? Um, and then my nigga Mookie Block, uh, uh, Mookie Best just got traded. He gonna be implicated in that shit, man. This shit about to get real fucking fast. Trust your boy on this shit, man. Cause one thing I know about baseball from playing it. Watching it and admiring it. You know what I'm saying? Baseball look at itself as a fucking church. No disrespect. No disrespect. But baseball looks at itself as the holiest of all the sports. Even more and more holier than golf. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, baseball look at themselves on on a golf like level. Like we're like super. In, the integrity over here is like at its super highest level. But you still in, employing individuals, and a lot of those individuals come with a lot of different baggages, and a lot of different you know what I'm saying situations, and then you bring them over here, and then they see that hey, real talk. Shit, it seems like the cheaters get more than the in the people that play the game fair and square. Now I know that ain't no popular, you know what I'm saying, statement or a popular stance. But shit, how many of us, how many of us out here look at people that you know maybe to be taking a a a, a different approach? Or maybe got them sidestepping the rules a little bit and look like they coming up and looking like they having a what? I'm just saying. It don't mean that you hating them or have no hate for what they do. It just it just means that you recognize what they doing. So I'm just saying, man, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how this shit turn out, man. But baseball, this shit, this baseball shit ain't this shit about to end up heating up twice as much, man, because he gonna have to say something eventually. And then he gonna, and then everybody gonna look be looking at him like, dude. All the Boston fans gonna be like, you can't take our trophy because everybody gonna want their trophy. Everybody gonna want their players suspended. My fuzz is gonna be talking about goddamn trying to find a way. They goddamn it, you know, uh, get at them and and they GM and they not getting rid of they GM. They GM is the is, is the rich um, is the wise kid. He the kid that know how to come to your town. And if you ain't never won nothing, goddamn, you fuck around with something with him as the GM. <clears throat> so they ain't never getting rid of him. They paid way too much to get him from the Cubs. They not getting rid of him. You know, so, and I mean, the coach might get sacrificed, but he already did, which he already did. And that pretty much lets you know how this shit about to come at you because they got rid of Alex Cor. You know what I'm saying? And uh shit, the mess even got rid of your boy Bell train before he even coached the fucking game. Man, you ain't getting rid of these guys, man. You know, and these guys are not accepting walking away like this without a fight. If they don't know shit about to get a lot darker than this. They going in, they bring their cell phone in before the motherfucker rain come down hard. Because they know it's about to come down hard. Because you about to have Boston and Houston literally fighting for championships that 30 other teams are going to believe were goddamn cheated for. So it's going to be, that's going to be a talk of a long-ass baseball season. Everybody know baseball the longest season. It's about to be a long-ass season. Dude, spring training hasn't even really kicked in gear yet. And they talking about this shit. Dude talking about trying to come out, talking about don't hit a motherfucker. Dude, that little comment he made the other day talking about, you know, be, you know, it's pretty much insinuating, you know, his findings is his findings, and he felt like the players you were all to the good or whatever because they came in and fell on their sword. He gave them immunity, this, 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 and that. You forgot. Motherfuckers think baseball is a church. So do you know 
Well, all those other ball players is about to start doing, man, because you felt that way. Everything coming in high and tight to your boy Atuve this year. Everything, him, Bartman, all them boys. Now they about to catch. They about to catch a lot of chin music. Chin music, chinny chin chin chin. It's gonna be all in. They gonna hit them with a lot of chin music, man. That's coming. You know, get ready. The ass is gonna be so because a lot of cats gonna get hit in the ass. A lot of cats gonna get hit in the ass. And believe me, if any, I mean, all teams that win and guys that hit home runs on their pitchers, oh, they gonna be stunting. Oh, it's gonna be stuntastic how long they take to get around the fucking bases. Oh man, they gonna and they gonna and the shit that they gonna hear from the fans and the players on the field. This shit gonna be real tough. But that's why they brought in the tough cookie and the OG. Dusty Baker, man. So I just don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting to see. Well, guys, uh, thank you again for you know, listening to her, Am I Tripping? You know, like I always say, these ain't nothing but my opinions. You know, you can always have yours and be like, nah, homie, you tripping. Or you can ride with me and be like, nah, dude, ain't tripping. He, he, he's saying some real shit on this. So it's just always how you feel about shit, man. Yeah, so thank you very much and God bless.